0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, I'm about to read 1 Chronicles 15, but actually I'm going to read excerpts from 1 Chronicles 15. There are a lot of personal names, once again, that don't have a a great deal of meaning to us removed as we are from these events and these people by 3,000 years so I'm going to skip some of the names, um, but concentrate on the substance of the chapter. Now, this chapter is about the ark being brought to Jerusalem the second time, the correct way. And so we learn a lot of information in this chapter about David's consideration of how to do it and what took place more than we learned in any other chapter. And so I'm going to concentrate on the details about handling the ark. So 1 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1, after David had constructed buildings for himself in the city of David, he prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Then David said, no one but the Levites may carry the ark of God because the Lord chose them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister before him forever. David assembled all Israel in Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the Lord to the place he had prepared for it. He called together the descendants of Aaron and the Levites, and then it gives a number of of leaders that are descended from Aaron and the Levites. David then summoned Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, and a number of the other Levites, and he said to them, "'You are the heads of the Levitical families.' You and your fellow Levites are to consecrate yourselves and bring up the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place that I've prepared for it. It was because of you, the Levites, did not bring up the first time that the Lord, our God, broke out in anger against us. We did not inquire of him about how to do it in the prescribed way. So the Levites and priests consecrated themselves in order to bring up the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel. And the Levites carried the ark of God with the poles on their shoulders as Moses had commanded in accordance with the word of the Lord. David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their fellow Levites as musicians to make a joyful sound with musical instruments, lyres, harps, and cymbals. And so there are a number of uh, Levites that are listed with various duties. A number were gatekeepers. A number were to sound uh, bronze cymbals. A number were selected to play the lyres. Some were selected to play harps that were directed as accordingly by the priests. Kenaniah, the head Levite, was in charge of the singing That was his responsibility because he was skillful at it. So he was the choir director, if you will. Then a number of others were listed to blow trumpets before the ark. And Obed-Edom, our old friend uh, Obed-Edom and Jehiah, were also to be doorkeepers for the ark. So David and all the elders of Israel and the commanders of units of a thousand went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. Because God had helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams were sacrificed. Now David was clothed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who were carrying the Ark, and as were the musicians and Kenaniah who was in charge of the singing of the choirs. David also wore a linen ephod. So all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouts with the sounding of ram's horns and trumpets, and of cymbals, and the playing of lyres and harps. As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David dancing and celebrating, she despised him in her heart. And so David, uh, again, had the great desire to be near the Lord, to be in the presence of the Lord. And the Ark of the Covenant represented the manifested presence of the Lord. And so David uh, consecrated buildings for himself or constructed buildings for himself in verse 1. And then he prepared a place for the Ark of God and pitched a tent for it. Now, our assumption is that the tent was pitched on what would eventually be the, uh, the Temple Mount. But we're not certain where the tent was placed initially. But the tent was placed, and uh, David's intent was to bring the Ark of the Covenant away from Gibeah, which is um, uh, where the Tabernacle of Moses was constructed, or was set up. And the Tabernacle of Moses would remain the place of sacrifice, but the Ark would become the centerpiece for worship, for the worship of God on earth. In verse 2, David said, Now no one but the Levites may carry the Ark of God. Because the Lord chose them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister before him forever. So apparently on the first attempt, some were involved that were not Levites. And then he said to them, um, you're the heads of the Levitical families. You and your fellow Levites are to consecrate yourselves. And so they had to go through a consecration period this time that we don't see mentioned previously. Apparently they um, were not sanctified in the prescribed way initially before handling the ark of the Lord. And so David uh, cautioned them this time, you consecrate yourselves this time, fellows, because um, uh, last time we didn't do it right, and the Lord was not happy with us. He broke out in anger against us. David went on to say in verse 13, we did not inquire of him about how to do it in the prescribed way. But take note of that. I'm going to come back to that. So the sanctified priests then um begin taking the ark to Jerusalem the right way. The priests and Levites consecrated themselves to bring up the ark. And uh, verse 25, So David and all of the elders of Israel and the commanders of units of a thousand went to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. Because God had helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams were sacrificed. By the way, in um, Kings, it almost appears that they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams every few steps. But actually, once they got underway and everything was cool they decided to um, offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving this time because the Lord wasn't breaking out in anger. Verse 27, Now David was clothed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites. And this um, fine linen look was symbolic of righteousness. um, All through the scriptures, when you see fine linen, it's symbolic of righteousness, the righteousness of God, but the righteousness of God's people as well. And so um, they were carrying the ark and uh, singing and so forth, and David also wore a linen ephod, a priestly-type garment. So all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouts and the sounding of ram's horns and trumpets and of cymbals and the playing of lyres and harps. Now, all was wonderful. Everybody was celebrating. Everything was good. But one of David's wives, Saul's daughter, Michael, was watching this processional come into the city. And apparently, David's lavish worship offended her. Uh, We read in verse 29, As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David dancing and celebrating, she despised him in her heart. Now, they had had a, a very interesting history together. When they first met, she was deeply in love with David. She actually conspired with David to protect him from her father, Saul, But at a certain point, she was taken from David and given to another man. She may have fallen in love with the other man in her time away from David. We don't know. But she was forcefully brought back to David at a certain point. And somewhere along the way, she began to have contempt for David. So maybe as she looked out the window at David celebrating before the Lord, she thought to herself, well, my father would have never behaved that way. We don't know. But whatever the case, we learn somewhere else in the scriptures that from this episode, uh, she essentially lived without intimacy with David for the rest of her life, because David was deeply upset that she despised him for his lavish worship of the Lord. And quite rightly so, frankly. So this uh, Michael, she doesn't have a happy ending in scripture, sadly. So let me go back to um, David's statement. We did not inquire of the Lord about how to move the ark in the prescribed way. You see, the Lord had a protocol for how things were to be done. Now, we live in the new covenant. We live under the new covenant because of Jesus. He's given us a a different covenant than the Sinai covenant. At this time, David and uh, the priests that were with him and the people of Israel were under the Sinai covenant that the Lord gave to Moses 50 days out of Egypt after their initial exodus. But we're under a different covenant. However, we still must inquire of the Lord about how to do things in His way. And so a a lot of believers spend their prayer lives trying to convince God to do things their way. Friends, most of our prayer life should consist of asking God how we can live our lives His way. How do we do things His way? And so we want to pray into that. Father, we repent now for not inquiring of you how to do things in your way. Lord, uh, we recognize by grace we're under the new covenant, but nevertheless, we don't want to make mistakes in how we we go about our lives in your name. Lord, we're certain that you review our prior mistakes and you have grace and mercy. But Lord, forgive us and give us direction and guidance and remind us to inquire of you often how we are to do things your way. Help us to bring our lives into order and agreement with you. In every respect, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.